What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, the first ever. We're excited. It's the pilot episode for our podcast called skeet, the, skeet. the Nice Guys Podcast. I am one half of your host, Tybo PD99. Ty the Nice Guys. The Nice Guys. And I got Hockey. my, I got my, uh, I got my co-host here, the enthusiastic, the handsome son of a gun he is, and his name is Duper. Hey baby, go penguins. go penguins! Go penguins! Go! Actually, that leads me into our first topic for today. Oh my god! What the fuck is Ron Hextall doing? Dude, Ron Hextall is as the, the general manager of the Penguins. Shitting the bed. That's what he's doing. You traded Teddy Bluger, our best top six or bottom six player. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Sorry about it. Sorry, um, I, I, sorry and about the, it. And then we go and trade for a 31-year-old guy who has nine goals, 36 points this year. He's 31 years old. He's signed for four more years at five million average. You hate to see that. You really do. Five million the next four years. For real, hate that. What do you What do you think about that? You know, listen, man. I, I really like dad life's been rocking my world, brother. I, I ain't had a chance to really watch any of the games. Uh, you know, I, I I followed last season. Ended in heartbreak for us, but. Uh, you know, I, I haven't really had a chance to follow this season as closely as I, I was hoping I could. Yeah, and you bring up last season and how that was a heartbreaking end. And, um, you know, who ended our season last year? You want to remind me again? Uh, you know, I honestly don't know. I really don't. Wasn't it, wasn't it Philadelphia in the first round? What? Wasn't it Phillies? Didn't we play the, I mean, the, uh, the nah, Flyers? No, it was the Rangers. Okay, and, the Rangers. And, <laughs> and the Rangers. <laughs> The Rangers are making moves that I think every Rangers fan is probably happy with. They got I I know you'll know these guys. Vladdy Tarasenko. Gotta love Tarasenko. Patrick Kane. Patrick gotta love, Kane. Gotta love Kane. Are you kidding me? Kidding. I heard he got into some legal stuff back in the day too. <laughs> we gotta for for hey, the that, sake I of mean, for the sake of licensing and and uh, and things of that nature, we gotta stay out of that. So yeah, I don't really have a comment on that because I think when all that was going down, I was sitting in my room playing video games about thirteen hours a day on average. On so average, on average, I ain't really average. care about anything else. But uh, hey, uh, yeah. So so uh, Duper, why don't you? Uh, why don't you uh, go ahead and tell the people that are tuning in right now and tell them about yourself, man. Tell them, uh, you know, just tell them, tell them what you're about, man. Tell them, tell them what yeah, you're man. going on right now. Uh, don't really get into a lot, honestly. I just, you know, I have a very small circle, very small, tight circle. Absolutely. Um, in college, unfortunately, chose to go that route. What do you, um, uh, what do you major in, bro? Uh, computer information systems. It's a business degree. Okay. Um, I'm looking to get into software development. I think that would be cool. Uh, originally, I wanted to get into uh, CS, be a CS major and get into cybersecurity, but there's so much math involved with that major, and um, I'm a little bit illiterate when it comes to math, so I can't um, – I mean, I'd be taking a math class almost every semester, and I'd just get yeah. uh, destroyed by that. So, I'm telling you, bro, I was – when I was back in college and in school and stuff, and uh... – Man, I was fortunate enough to just kind of do the basics to get through with the, uh, you know, I think they're called what the general electives that you have to kind of take to get the the credits yeah. to graduate. And uh, man, I, I I despise math. I, I've always hated math though. Growing up, man, I was never good at it, and so uh, I, I mean, I was fortunate enough to get good grades in it and all that. But you know, it just wasn't my strong suit. I'm a big history guy. That's what I like and I look forward to. 
Yeah, no, me too. Uh, um, I just, I'm not good at math. And unfortunately, I'm interested in computers, which is a lot of math. So with that, Um, uh, with that major, man, like what, what, what are you looking to do? How are you looking to apply it? Like into, you know, uh, to what you want to do for a job? Yeah, like I said, I'd like to get into software development. That just Software development. I don't I have zero background in that. It just sounds kind of interesting to me. Um, there's also like uh, network administrators, which is I mean, that'd be a little bit more laid back, just kind of like a boring job. But um, there's a lot that I can do with it. Uh, but like I said, I think software development is the biggest one I want to get into. Okay, so like <clears throat> for for someone like me who has no idea what that would be, is that like, um, like I mean, literally what it says, like you're developing different softwares for programs on computers, or is that like kind of fine-tuning what's already out there, or a little bit of both? Um, I mean, it, it could, it, 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 it is both because you can, like it says, like you can make your own software, you can develop your own programs, um, which really, if you make a really good software and you own that, I mean, that, I mean, I mean let's not be stupid. I, that's where the money is, right? Like I mean, you, yeah, you somebody's make a good looking ass to buy software. it off you, right? Like some a company Yeah, would look to come to but you to buy that. Also, software development. I mean, you can maintain applications that uh, a firm may already be using, Okay. or even improve on them. So, Got you. Now, um, <clears throat> with that, when it goes to, when it pertains to getting into the field of something like that, is it, like you have to interview with a firm for that or is that kind of like you're, you're on your own and, and it's just up to you to kind of do what you need to do to get people interested in your product? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that, um, again, I think you could do either. I think you can kind of work on your own thing. Um, but the route that I would take is apply to work in a, a company, a successful company already, and then probably work on something on the side Okay. Okay. So on the, on the, on the down Lizzo, you know what I'm saying? I got you. Shout out Lizzo. Uh, Right now. I got a couple questions for you actually, Okay. uh, All right, brother. You know, Shoot. kind of just give a, give a, um, I don't know how much you can say exactly, Right, right. you know, cause you are kind of like a fed, but yeah, Yeah. go ahead and talk, talk a little bit about your job that you're in right now. Yeah, man. So, uh, just to, just to give a little bit of a background, man, uh, grew up, uh, same town as, uh, As Duper here, man, we uh, we grew up together. It's my family. I consider him more of a brother than he is a cousin. And uh, so uh, I left Ohio, man, went to Indiana, tried my hand in law enforcement out there. It kind of didn't work out. Um, just different different style of living out there, man. Big city. I grew up in a small town. People that know us from uh, the Ohio Valley know what you know Ohio Valley is compared to a big city like Pittsburgh or something of that nature. Um, But nonetheless, man, just tried the law enforcement route. Didn't really work out for me. Um, spent about five years dedicating my life to helping at-risk youth, man, get their life on track. A lot of kids come from the system, uh, both criminally and, um, you know, through DCS or CPS where they were taken out of their homes and just not provided a good opportunity in life, man. And, uh, you know, just really kind of took the time to mentor that youth uh, population to do the right thing moving forward. Um And then, man, after uh, four years in Indiana, which I thought would never end, I hated Indiana, unfortunately. Uh, to anybody that's from Indiana watching, I'm sorry it sucked. It was a terrible place. But uh, uh, you know, I moved to West Virginia. You can see the flag behind me. I repped the uh, the 304 with pride. And uh, 
tried uh, my hand at law enforcement again on the county side as opposed to the city. And, uh, you know, man, I just, it, it, it worked out, but I uh, had some, some personal reasons uh, for stepping away from that field. And, uh, you know, um, to those I'm sure that see on Facebook or social media know that I'm a dad. Uh, I got a son who's one year old and, uh, you know, just try to dedicate as much time as I can to being with him, watching him grow. And, you know, uh, I was fortunate. I was blessed with the job prior to the one I'm at now. I was uh, selling cars for a while. And, uh, you know, it, it was a tough market with uh, with COVID and the way that the economy was working. And so, um, you know, I, I made it, I made do. I had, I had, uh, I had luck in it for a couple of months and, uh, I'm, I'm very blessed with the job that I have now. I work with, uh, an organization through the state and, uh, just ties into all crimes related to alcohol and enforcement related to alcohol. So, um, yeah, I mean, not to get into too much detail, but, uh, honestly, to be, to be truthful with you, I'm like a glorified alcohol inspector. I go into places and make sure that they're following all the rules that they need to follow and, uh, the job's got some some side gigs to it that that's it's really cool, but uh, for the sake of uh, personal safety and security, won't get into that. But uh, but yeah, man, I'm just uh, just enjoying the life now. It's a it's a gig that I can make my own schedule, so I'm I've got the the freedom to kind of just you know come and go as I please when I want to work, and as long as I get things done, and it, it's great, man. I can't complain. Yeah, no, I feel it, and. Uh obviously have a lot of respect for your position do not support underage drinking at all hey you know I've... hey hey you know uh <laughs> we all been there what, what, what can i say we've been there i think that's one of the biggest issues in uh today <laughs> in society and uh, we need man. to stop that cut yeah. that out yeah man yeah man uh shout out jl3 i mean JL3. shout him out hey listen maybe one day he'll be on this podcast jl3 for tuning in brother we got to get you on the podcast. Big fans, got, big fans. We got to talk. We got, um, yeah. Hey, hey Duke. Uh, question. Going to piggyback off of uh, some of the, some of the background info that we were talking about. Um, so you said that you're in college right now. What year are you in, man? Um, I am in my fourth semester. I'm technically a sophomore. Okay. Um, okay. With my major, I just declared my major because I came in as a CS major and then went undecided. What's this? What's um, a CSJ, uh, CS major? Computer science. Oh, okay. Computer science. And then um, I was undecided after my first semester. Um, and then my second semester, my third semester, I was also undecided. And then at the end of my third semester, right before uh, Christmas break, I declared computer information systems. Okay. So I'm a little bit behind in there. Uh, I am taking... Uh, two classes this summer though to kind of stay on was, track and yeah, catch up a little bit so i, I was going to ask if you're going to try to take some classes this summer to kind of get yourself back yeah i'm away. taking uh two three credit classes they they're online they shouldn't be too difficult um no math class or anything so okay good deal man good deal so uh honestly man and then you know a little bit of background for me man i uh I went to a local community college uh, back home uh, where we're from, man, and uh, was fortunate enough to get a degree. I got an associate's degree and then was really, like I said, geared towards the law enforcement route. So I was able to take a pathway to uh, a criminal justice degree slash OPADA, which is the uh, certification for police officers in the state of Ohio. So um, haven't really had that college experience uh, I use that lightly, you know, because everybody's college experience is different. But 
um, had a lot of buddies that went to uh, WVU, so I spent a lot of time in Morgantown and having fun with them, doing certain things. And um, so, like, honestly, man, what what uh, how how's your college experience been, man? Like, like I I think like people have in their head what they want college to be, what they expect it to be when they get there. You being a second year, technically sophomore, uh, you know, how how's the first you know for, four semesters been for you? Yeah, I mean, um, my first semester, it was, uh, it was definitely, I think the, the college experience that everyone kind of thinks, uh, what college is going to be like when you get there, a lot of, um, extracurriculars going on, um, not necessarily focusing on the right things. Right. Um, you know, but your first semester is tough. There's a big adjustment. When you say um, big adjustment, do you mean like like adjusting to the classes and the workload as a as a first semester student, or do you mean like just kind of like like that social setting where I you mean, have to kind of branch out and try to find your identity that way? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's the, it's a combination of things. I think being away from home because I mean up to this point you've lived at home for eighteen years. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you only know living at home and. Um, Obviously, the workload and everything, I mean, you're working for a degree to go make big boy money. So uh, classes are going to be harder. Workload is going to be a lot more. There's a lot more that you have to do on your own outside of the classroom. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not all about the classroom. You, you have to be disciplined enough to be able to go and teach yourself things and do your homework. Um, and then there's a social adjustment, too. I don't really get out a lot. Uh, it's never really been my scene to go out and do, uh, you know, party. I like to just, like I said, I keep a small circle. Right. Um, so I definitely got out a little bit my first semester, but even then, I mean, it was just a couple people in a dorm room. I never went out and got anything crazy, but. So you didn't um, necessarily kind of try to intertwine yourself with a fraternity. Right. No, no, absolutely not. Um, I mean, that's probably a discussion for another day because I could talk about fraternities probably for an hour and a half. Right, um, right, understand. You know, and the type of people that get mixed in with those. But um, I think the biggest takeaway from my first semester, uh, kind of just struggling to adjust and not spending my energy in the in the uh, best ways for me. Right. right. Um. Obviously, my first semester, I met, you know, I met my girlfriend, so. Right. Um, right. Probably one of the only positives out of that, but. Uh, um, and I think, honestly, man, she's uh, she's a great girl, man. She really held you down and really got you back on track. Um, yeah, for from, sure. From those things. So, but, like, uh, you know, with the roommate situation, how did you find that for you? Like, did you have somebody that you went with already, or was it kind of, like, uh, determined by the school when you went? Um. So I chose to room with somebody I knew, mm -hmm. and um, I think in some cases it can work. I think you have to have a special connection or relationship with that person. Right, right. Um, if it's just somebody that you know and you're just rooming with them because you know them, it may not be the best route. Okay. Um, because you're living in one room you're living in like a bedroom with one other person right, right. so you got to make sure that you're going to be willing to uh 
kind of put up with that person and then put up with your shit too. So, right now, I, um, I feel that. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, honestly, man, I think that's, uh, I think that's a big adjustment for anybody, man. Like, even me, like, you know, speaking, um, from the standpoint of, you know, being married, you know, it, uh, you know, my first year of marriage was a big adjustment. Uh, you know, living together was a struggle because, you know, um, you know, I obviously you have similarities with the person that you're going to decide you're going to live with. Right. But, you know, you have differences as well. And it's kind of finding that good balance between the two and, and making it work. And, you know, and, and the biggest thing, too, is a lot of people sometimes really can't do that give and take thing. You know, like some things you really hone in on and you really like um, are great and everything. But you have to be willing to maybe dial that back or be willing to do new experiences with another person. And sometimes if somebody's not you know, not willing to, to stretch or do what they need to, to, to make that work. Then obviously I think that can cause some turmoil or, you know, it, it's, it's just, you know, one of those other things I think you have to, to hurdle over when you get to college, you know? So, yeah, I definitely agree with you. It definitely is a, uh, give and take situation. Right. Right. Um, how did but... you find, uh, how did you find not to cut you off? Uh, but how did, how did you find, the independence when you went away to school like I mean I, I I know when so when I when I moved away it wasn't the school it was to Indiana like four and a half hours away from my hometown with no family other than my girlfriend slash fiance now wife but at the time you know it's just that's the only person I went with that I knew so for me that was kind of an extreme case you know not being so close in a, in a university with other people but like how how did you find with the independence of being on your own? How did that how did that adjustment process look for you? Yeah, I mean, um, personally, I I wanted to get out of my house for a long time, and I always thought that, um, you know, once I got out, that uh, not necessarily that I would be happier, but just that um, I would kind of enjoy it more. Right. Um, but then once you get here, it's kind of like, oh, shit, like I am on my own. And uh, it kind of kicks you in the face a little bit. And it definitely beat me up my first semester uh, being away from home. Right. Because like I said earlier, you're living at home. I was living at home for 18 years before, you know, and then I just get thrown out. Not that I was super far away from home, but I'm just sitting in this little room with a person I really don't like. And um necessarily didn't yeah, I, with, you know yeah and it's not like i had anyone to really talk to so it was, it's rough it definitely is rough adjusting right but i mean now being independent is nice and that's something that i like i said i really wanted but um right do you find now let's just say we're we're gonna say you're later from from the point in time where i think that you kind of felt that way do you feel that now it's a whole different adjustment and you have a different outlook on it from that growth for over the last year? Uh, yeah, I definitely do. I mean, it, uh, it's obviously not as hard as it was. Um, there's still times where it's like, uh, not necessarily that I want to go back home, but it's like, I'm just kind of ready to get out of where I'm at now. Cause I'm kind of just, I have to be here to, you know, cause I'm working to get my degree. Right, to better um, but I'm just I'm ready to get to the next next place but I also uh, I'm trying to enjoy where I am and kind of take in where I am what do you uh, when you when you say the next place do you mean like 
like the next step like next year of college or do you mean like after college kind of like the the first steps of really having that independence of being out of school not being a student anymore going into the workforce uh i think i'm more focused on like after college uh okay what's the plans man what uh what, what what's the plans what does it look like for you yeah well um me and my girlfriend obviously we want to uh kind of stay up this way a little bit um potentially like the brands territory kind of work there in that city um yeah unfortunately that's where we that's where i chose to go to school so uh but yeah kind of work around there i kind of want to stay in ohio to, to be close to the family um don't want to be super far from everybody don't want to like go out to the middle of nowhere and just be away from everyone so Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. No, I definitely, uh, definitely understand that dude. And, uh, man, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's crazy cause I think people get so caught up in living in the moment right now that sometimes they can be blind, you know, and, and, and on the, on the, flip side of that somebody could be looking so far into the future that they're not enjoying what's right in front of them at the, at the middle. yeah so i think that's that's also i would say probably um would be the biggest thing to kind of try to balance between the two you know in, in college so i mean you got those people that party man and party hard and uh you know maybe neglect the duties that they need to because they haven't had that independence you know from home and they don't know how to carry that load and um and then you've Big got load. people yeah and, and you've got people that really uh you know hone in on the schoolwork the aspect of what they need to do that they you know that they look back four years later or eight years later or whatever however long it takes them to get their specific degree but um you know they're like man i missed out on opportunities that were were going to be fun and good social events that because i was so dedicated but you know uh you know it's all about finding what fits your needs and doing what you what you want to do that makes you happy you know what i'm saying Yeah, for sure. I feel that. I feel that. I um, personally, I identify with kind of looking into the future too much. Um, and I do struggle with just kind of focusing on the present moment. Um, something I'm working on, though, I guess. So. Right. And I think, and I think that's an easy thing to do, man. I mean, I think people, you know, in society, it's all about wanting to get to necessarily that next point like as let's just say because you know we have a good age group difference between our age you know me being 27 you being 19 or 20 20 20 sorry 20 uh and so like you know the seven year difference doesn't seem like that much but holy shit man there's a lot of life that happens in between that i think in that stage and so a lot of 20 year olds find themselves like you know i i think from 18 to 25 that's a big adjustment period and, and, and a lot happens in a short amount of time and then from 25 to like 30 it's like you know a lot of people you see well they're starting their families or they've got really good careers and not just jobs but careers and so there's people that don't necessarily have that yet um or in you know and i relate to this you know i just went through a lot of back and forth of you know <clears throat> law enforcement didn't work out so that was a big blow to me personally and so i just you know, tried to balance of, you know, not getting down on myself, but just kind of not getting lost in the mindset of, well, I'm 27 years old and, 
you know, I don't have a career figured out, you know, and I think mm -hmm. I do now with the gig I have, but, um, you know, I, I think it's the best thing I could tell anybody that's listening, man, I might be going through this and sh is struggling. Um, you know, just take it day by day. I mean, and that's, and that's a cheesy and, you know, you hear it all the time, but I mean, that's the truth. You know, if, if you get up and you conquer the day, man, one day at a time, you're living in the moment. And the next thing you know, you'll be down the road five years and, uh, you know, you'll be like, wow, you know, I, I just went through these opportunities and these, and these things. And, um, I think it helped mold me into what, you know, I needed to be in that, in that particular time frame. So, mm -hmm. well, for Duper, sure, for sure. Duper, we're, uh, we're about ready to wrap it up here, my man. And, uh, like I said, the first episode, man, it, it uh, we didn't really want to make it too long, kind of just talking about some certain things, kind of like the intros, the background of, you know, where we're at personally for us. And, um, you know, to anyone listening uh, in the comments below, we're going to post this out and uh, and hopefully you guys will take the chance to listen to it. Give us some constructive criticism, give us some feedback on what you'd like to see, what can be changed and improved to better the episode quality and the content that we provide to you every week. Um Basically, what we're looking to do is we're looking to do this uh, every week, probably Wednesday evenings, and then hopefully have the episodes out on Fridays for you. Um, and uh, you can send you into a weekend of, uh, uh, you know, to kind of ho hopefully unwind and listen to us. And um, hopefully along the way, we're going to impact some people and, and really talk about topics that people want to hear about and uh, really just, you know, uh, hit home for a couple topics and plan is to have a couple special guests from time to time you know just talking about random things and uh if you're interested in hopping on we do it through uh you know it's all remote uh like i said duper is up in ohio i'm in west virginia so we're, we're not nobody's excluded of where they're at in in the world at this present moment so if uh if that's something you guys are interested in doing leave a comment below and uh let us know and and we'll we'll definitely try to figure out and work that in but uh I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us. I hope you guys have enjoyed the content that we provided for this episode. Um, and like I said, we look forward to moving forward in the future and, um, you know, just providing some great content for you guys. Yep.